You are listening to the Bombzilla Podcast. And this week, the news. Tape recording is for United World News, Chicago, USA. Well, here's your headline. I want full newspaper coverage, magazine stories, books. Well, I want it on the air 24 hours a day. This is our moment. All right, everybody, Bonzilla listeners, welcome back to a Bonzilla News update. I'm Will. I'm Nick. And uh, here, where we talk all things news when it comes to Godzilla and James Bond, and where, in terms of news, tomorrow never dies. Uh, No, 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 wait. See, I'm still getting used to it. In terms of Bond, tomorrow never dies. And when it comes to Godzilla, well, as everybody knows, it's Gojira. You moron. Yes. (laughs) I I, I got it. I got there eventually. You got there eventually. Yeah, listen... Uh, we're about to hit the road. Uh, we're bring uh, tomorrow morning. Uh, by the time this hits the, uh, airwaves. the airwaves, we will be on a rigorous uh, road trip. You know, so just to be front up front about it, if there happens to be any sort of Godzilla related news that hits at Comic Con or possibly Bond, most likely yeah. not Bond, then look it up yourselves. Don't uh, rely on us for the news. Right. Well, but, I guess that's uh, kind is, of what we're this doing. This is coming out. Uh, we're pre recording this before our Comic Con trip. Obviously, there was no news here on the Thursday we're recording it. So uh, if there are any bits of pieces of Comic Con news, we'll get that on the next news episode. Mm-hmm. Uh, but we will be at Comic Con. And I'm sure, again, if you follow us on Twitter, You'll get to see a little bit of the uh, Godzilla Toho booth. Here's a question before we head into news proper, Nick. Comic-Con weekends this weekend. Yeah. Anything James Bond Godzilla related, do you think? I think there's going to be anything. I think there will be a small Godzilla thing that they maybe will announce sometime this weekend. Like, not even like maybe at a panel, but maybe like... Like a legendary thing or a Toho thing? Like a Toho thing. That's actually not a bad thing, like, only even, because like, they've even, done this big rollout for like their booth and everything. Yeah. So it's possibly like a project could be, yeah, a project or maybe some sort of new DVD release of or Blu-ray release. That's of true. Some sort. There's been rumblings of a uh, Criterion collection, uh, yes. a deal because well, Criterion. This is one news I guess we can say is that Criterion, the Criterion cast, which is Criterion's podcast that mm-hmm. we do, uh, was tweeting about being at the Godzilla booth. Mm. Uh, for preview night, yeah, and so there are some kind of rumblings that there might be stuff there. And then they, the a lot of the show of films went to the Criterion Network. Yes. a couple months, I think, like late well, it's last like year. Showtime yeah. slash like, which is like kind of connected to Criterion. I also Network. do think it's possible that I don't, I don't know if this is going to happen, but I could see a scenario in which like there is a Kong or Godzilla versus Kong teaser poster given out or something like yeah, that. Especially yeah, especially at the booth. I can yeah. see that. So I, I can see that happening. Because Warner Brothers still has a booth there too, so they could easily do that as well. Yeah. Uh, well, they did that with King of the Monsters yes. too, where it's like, and I mean, because like, again, it's very limited Hall H this year. It's, you yeah. know. Well, I mean, like, listen, much. Marvel Games was in Hall H this year, so you know it's kind of a slow <laughs> Prime not, real nothing, estate. N- nothing against Marvel Games. I mean, Ultimate Alliance and that Avengers Square Enix game are big, but yeah. when. When they're in Hall H, no, yeah, I get it. No, you're right. You're right. It's kind of a it's kind of a downer year. Um, even so. though Tom Cruise was at Hall H this year. Oh, for uh, was it for Top Gun? Yeah, yeah. It was like a surprise appearance. So. Yeah, but that's not Bond or Godzilla news yet. <laughs> though I would love to see Tom Cruise in either franchise. I but mean, I mean, like, I would love to see Tom Cruise in any franchise, to be quite honest. But oh uh, man, like 
he's more of a you, okay. He's more of a definitely would be in a Godzilla movie. Yes, I could see that. But you know what I want him as a the, Bond villain. Yes, yes, dude. Yes. <laughs> Well, why can't we do both? Mm. Why can't he be the villain in, in our, our bond? bond? Yeah, yeah, or he's the connective tissue, mm. like they, like he plays a Bond villain, and then we do like a bit of a Kong Skull Island uh, post credit scene type deal. Right, the bo- the Bonster verse. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, can we can we start that now? The Bonster verse. I think you're gonna have. We're gonna have to do some edits. Come on, no, no, no. Hashtag the Bonster verse. Yeah. Okay. Um, but. Luckily, uh, we did actually have some news. Uh, very um, yeah. in comparison to a couple weeks, we actually have some decent Bond, not Bondsterverse, but just regular Bondverse news. Yeah. Uh, but we do have some Godzilla news that is very brief, so I'm just going to run down it real yeah. quick, and then we'll get to the Bond stuff. Um, so, um, in terms of Godzilla news, uh, one of the biggest pieces of news is that uh, that we've gotten details on the King of the Monsters uh, home release. Um, and uh, what will be included in in said release. Um, We are looking at a digital release of August 3rd and a physical release of uh, August 27th, which is kind of... That's a big discrepancy. I mean, that's a whole month's discrepancy. It's yeah. usually like one or two weeks. But anyway, we can be looking forward to King of the Monsters gracing our homes next, uh, next month in which um, we can finally, Nick, finally, after all this time, pause to see what's on those monitors and those screens and see if we can find any other easter eggs. Let's get some easter eggs, yeah. <laughs> uh but um in terms of the the blu-ray release uh we will see uh featurettes uh for the world of the movie and the monsterverse at large, individual behind the scenes for the creation and the backgrounds of each of the titans themselves. A Millie Bobby Brown-centered featurette, which I think is interesting, but I think in the lead-up to the movie, Doherty had been very open about how, like, him and, like, Millie Bobby Brown, like, really bonded, had a friendship over, you know, their love for... Uh, well, she was new to the source material, so it was kind of like this. She knew nothing about it, and he knew everything about it, but they both kind of shared like a love yeah, for like, the themes. they could have started their own Bonzilla yeah, podcast. Yeah, yeah. Come on, guys. What are you doing? What, you had to go out there and make a movie? We're, be, be on the new frontier. Do a podcast. Um, though, I'm, you know, they, they're probably doing okay for themselves. Yeah, I think so. Uh, we will have some of those deleted scenes that Mike Doherty was talking about, but most importantly, Nick, the one number one thing that we are going to get is a commentary track from the director himself, and that that that's it, always good news, especially like for me. If anybody knows me, like that's all I want. Like I, I'll be honest, like my unless I really want the movie, me rushing to get the physical release is sometimes predicated if there's a commentary track. Yeah, like you know, I, I I'm still mad to this day that there's not a commentary track. On us, Jordan Peele's us. Mm. I don't know why I say to this day. That movie just came out this year, <laughs> but I'm I'm mad. What mean it is to this day? Explain yourself, Jordan. Explain yourself. Now nah, your movie's good. Yeah. Um. So one other interesting thing about the home release, though, is that a specific note was made on the um the uh, press release for the movie is that the home release is going to feature a variety of uh, HDR formats in the picture, and a lot of people have been speculating that with uh, some of these new HDR, which stands for high dynamic range. Um, it's basically just kind of like the visual representation of the film, and uh, you get better like contrast and brightness levels. And the reason this caught the eye of a lot of Godzilla fans is because, and I don't know if you knew this, I didn't know this for quite some time, is that there was a, a slight bit of a uh, technical 
nerd controversy with the 2014 legendary release where the contrast and brightness range on it was slightly off from the theatrical release it, it, it actually sported a slightly grayer look to the whereas like the uh uh, the theatrical release was like noticeably a lot more like a little bit more contrast and colors and everything and then for some reason the transfer over to the blu-ray that was not the case i never noticed watching yeah. this film. it's hard because it's like not inherently a colorful movie so it's one of those things i've seen the comparisons and i'm like oh yeah that's definitely off but it's hard because like you know um it, again it's it's not that much of a colorful movie whereas like you know kong and then king of the monsters is definitely you know, like you can talk about like the brightness and stuff, but color-wise, it's a much more distinctive look, I would mm-hmm. say, uh, for the movie. So, anyway, uh, I'm looking forward to that, uh, so we can expect uh, the all home releases next month. Um, and then, speaking of San Diego Comic Con, and here here's some big news, Nick, um, which may lead into a little bit of like what you were saying. With there, there may be some possible announcements. Uh, so, um, as we talked about, Toho has their official booth, uh, on the floor. Yeah. We can't wait to go see it. Uh, and on said booth, uh, there is a wall listing all the different films and yeah. all the eras of films. But with this era, with, with all these eras listed, Nick Toho has officially named the new era of Godzilla films. Oh. So at this point, there, there was no official name. Some fans called it the reboot series. Like, they have always said it, like, you know, as we talked about, there's Showa, Heisei, Millennium, Millennium, and then the Hollywood films. Yeah. Um, but uh, with these new films, there was never an official name. And this is the first time that Toho has actually presented an official labeling or title for the, uh, for, uh, uh, for, ah. Excuse me for the the new films, and that is the Rewa era Ooh. of films. Um, we are we're going to talk. We'll talk a little bit more about the details of what that means and what that is. There's some uh, cultural uh, um, timeline aspects. We've talked about how the Hasey era is act. There's like Godzilla Hasey era, but there's actually a Hasey era in real yeah, culture right. yes, and politics. Yes. Yeah. Uh, but uh, it's like the show era is a real era too, right? Exactly. So, uh, so we can officially start calling this new era of Toho films, which at this moment only includes Shin Godzilla and the anime films. Okay, so the anime films are included. Yes, okay. mm-hmm. and uh, it is officially called the Reiwa era of okay. films. Uh, so that was kind of cool. It's yeah. like we finally got an official title for this uh, new uh, new, era. new era of films. I did think your big news was going to be that uh, Toho liked one of our tweets. Well, I don't know. Do you like is that is that is that big news? That's big news. That is big news. I mean, it's partially because we made it. We we used the San Diego like Godzilla sixty five hashtag, so there probably was just some intern was mass well, liking tweets, but they have seen us. Well. Yeah, I do think, but that is news from the perspective of because that is. New. A, new, a new Twitter account, yeah. yeah. So they, mm-hmm. they started Toho, started a brand new Godzilla-based Twitter and Instagram account. Mm-hmm. Uh, and they did like our tweets where we first talked about the Comic-Con stuff. So again, Will, we are just inches closer to getting our Jet Jaguar dreams mm-hmm. made. I love how our instant like reference point for Jet Jaguar is just that one thumbs up gif. Yeah. Like that's all I, I, I send that to people yeah. and I either send that or like the him shaking Godzilla's hand. Well, like I, I, do I, am that. Gonna, I am going to say this, uh-huh. that, that tweet being liked confirmed that I'm wearing my Godzilla versus Megalon shirt. Do it, Comic-Con. dude. Do it, dude. Unfortunately, I had a Jet Jaguar shirt. I actually had to give it away. So unfortunately you, well, not fortunately, unfortunately, fortunately you are still able to uh, pimp some of that Jet yeah. Jaguar love. 
Uh, so uh, I welcome our new, our newly named or christened era of the Godzilla films. It's nice not to just call it an unofficial fan name. I usually like it when it's always nice to when see when you have something official. Yeah, yeah, and and I, you know what? And now that I'm wrapping my head around it, I do think it's possible that we may hear some. Toho news, if not this weekend, but soon, because like if they're doing things like giving official names, making Twitter accounts, coming to Comic Con, I'm I'm getting excited. I'm getting excited, yeah. Nick. Um. So anyway, so that wraps it up for the uh, Godzilla news. Uh, and um, next week you will hear us talk about the Godzilla experience uh, at Comic Con. Yeah. Uh. So as we move on to uh Bond news, Nick, um, we we've had some major major uh, headlines. Yes, we have. Yeah. Uh, so we're now because this this movie it feels like it's being made now that we're getting kind of these rumors and kind of sources confirm this and that and the other thing. So we basically had two kind of major rumors. I would call them rumors, even though one is essentially confirmed uh, at this these, point. These were like were these like Deadline Hollywood Reporter type. So uh, one is from. Variety. Okay. Yeah. So and if it's in variety, then, you but know. are both these are both like trades. Yeah, these like, are both kind of tradeish mm-hmm, rumors. Mm-hmm. Uh, one more so than the other, though. Okay. I would say. But the, we'll just get to the first one. So I'll get to the first one that's essentially confirmed at this point. Uh-huh. Uh huh. So Variety reports mm-hmm. that uh, Christoph Waltz okay. will be returning uh, as Blofeld in uh, Bond Twenty Five, which was something that was speculated for a very long. time time um especially because at the end of specter if those of you who saw specter remember uh blofeld is not killed um mm-hmm. james bond has an opportunity to shoot him but spares his life and allows him to be arrested mm-hmm. to try be tried for his crimes uh so there was a lot of speculation that blofeld would return at some point i know again there were the rumors that maybe you know they would use leia Sido's madeline swan as like the tracy s character and blofeld kills it something like that none of that's been confirmed uh, the the big kind of rumor about his role is that he's taking on more of a Hannibal Lecter-esque role where they mm-hmm. visit him in prison. So we don't know if it's a major role or if it's basically a one-scene type of deal where mm-hmm. he's like kind of like, oh, like, yeah, Rami Malek's bad news. But this is essentially all but like confirmed by Eon that uh, he is going to be returning because he's also – was reportedly seen on the Bond 25 set. You know what's going to happen. He uh, Bond is going to go to the cell, right? And to ask him about, like, who is this guy? Like, who is Rami Malik? And he's like, James, remember when I said it was me? I lied. It was him, James. <laughs> oh, I thought it was gonna, actually him. <laughs> I thought they were gonna, it's going to be another situation where, like, the villain is like, oh, I got purposely captured. Oh, but, we had, God. but this time we had to wait a whole movie for it to happen. Yeah, I, I think this is, if I have to be honest, because I was slightly surprised a little bit, but not really. I think this is a... This is a um, this is a uh, ching for uh, for Christoph Waltz. I think he he's come in. I think he's going to play his Hannibal Lecter role. Yeah, uh, I think he's going to yeah, be just I fine. At I really it. Yeah. can't imagine it being one scene. I'd be very shocked if he if if Blofeld plays like a major role in the movie. Right. I feel like it is going to be just kind of like a way to set up Rami Malek because like oh, but he's a real big bad guy, you know. It was, it, he should be like, but it was still me. It, yeah. it was still me the whole time. I Remember, mean, we're brothers. Is, we're brothers. Hey, yeah. hey. <laughs> oh, and then Rami Malik is actually uh, our dog. Mm-hmm. That's really the, the twist. Mm-hmm. He was like our childhood pet, and then he like decided to yeah. you know, get revenge as well. Or he's like, or Rami Malik is the cat, but just in a human suit. Rami Malik is in cats. Yeah, I was gonna say, and then he turns into one of those cats. 
from the new cats. <laughs> oh boy, that's another podcast. It was cats, James. <laughs> it was cats the whole time. Um but I mean it will be interesting. I mean I mean again, as with Jeffrey Wright being the first Felix to be played more than twice. Right. I mean it would be a big deal that Christoph Waltz You only a... play twice. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks for uh, but, uh, but yeah, Christoph yeah, yeah. Waltz would be the first faced Blofeld mm-hmm. um, to reprise mm-hmm. his role um, as the just technically from a technical standpoint, the Blofeld in the shadows that was in From Russia with Love right. and in uh, Thunderball was played by the same person, but none of the on face Blofelds on screen face Blofelds had played him twice. So it would be, I mean, it would just be kind of historic and, and just kind of a, a way to do that. But I mean, Really, I mean, we, we've said enough about Blofeld. And, yeah. Well, uh, let's let's get to like the second piece of uh, information. Information is the most interesting one. So, uh, so this one isn't really confirmed, but it, it is ramping up to be very likely. I would say. Yeah. Um, but the, still, take it with some grain of salt, just because. It's well, possible. also we should say very in the in this very frustrating world of of movie information. Yeah. Very much misconstrued, I think, on what the actual rumor is well yes yeah. well i was gonna mention that mm-hmm. so uh essentially the next piece of bond rumor slash news is about uh lashana Lynch. lynch's character mm-hmm. in uh, bond 25 can't wait to see awesome in captain marvel continue yes uh so the current you know information that we may or may not have on this role is that lashana lynch is going to be playing the new 007 in which, through the context of what we know about the movie, is that because James Bond retired from the role, yes. that, you know, M... Wait, you, hold so, on. I want you to repeat that again for all of people who may not listen or pay attention to movies. What happened at the end of the last movie? Well, basically, he's going off to, you know, Bond went off to the sunset, right. really sure. and then with the synopsis yeah. of this movie, we know that he's basically retired to Jamaica with right. Madeline the, the point being is that the last movie ended with him... Like retiring, Basically, him leaving, yeah, essentially. Yeah. yeah. Essentially. So that's that's part of the movie. Because because yeah. it is, what Will's kind of referring to is all all the headlines are like, oh, Lashana Lynch is the new 007. And well, know, no, people really. Sorry, I didn't mean to interrupt, but people like really have been reading it as like, all right, they're finally pulling the trigger on female James Bond. Like now she's gonna be James Bond. No, she's gonna be 007 because because he he's not 007 anymore. Right. Yeah. <laughs> That's how the last movie ended. Yeah, he's not 007. So yeah. obviously M, you know, because the whole other movie was about M saving the double O division. Yeah. So if he loses one of his double O's, well, he has to replace him. It's mm-hmm. not like, well, okay, we don't need 007. It's not like baseball; you retire the number. Right. Yeah. You know, yeah, someone yeah. else, someone was 007 before Bond, and someone will be 007 after Bond. It seems like it will be Lashana Lynch. Who was 42 after Jackie Robinson? Do you know? You know. You know sports, right? Well, I mean, they basically like other people played forty-two. Uh-huh. Um, the most famous other forty-two was Mariano Rivera, uh-huh. but was that was more recent? But Can you then, imagine if like you were a white guy and you were given forty-two next, and you're like, God damn it! <laughs> but <laughs> then they, anything else? But Mariano Rivera was the last forty-two because in the two thousands they retired. Jackie Robinson's forty two for all of baseball. Nobody mm. else can wear. See 42. that makes that makes sense. <laughs> uh, but but then but then basically anybody who was wearing forty two at the time could wear it until they didn't want to anymore. Right. I guess I shouldn't say that because that just gives nerds uh, ner- uh, like fuel to the angry nerds on the internet. When then it's like, well, then nobody else should have the 007. 
well, yeah, name, but, but to which I say, I think go that's screw. A, I think that's a very interesting um, kind of would be an interesting plot point, an interesting way to go with yeah. the characters. My one, the only thing about it, if this ends up being true, this is and this is kind of what our plot tends, you know, you know, part of our plot is, is that it is going to be interesting to see kind of where the movie ends up leaving Bond, mm. because one we know it's Craig's last one, mm-hmm. and is it something where like you know, because it, it could go one of two ways, is that. The movie ends, you know, they 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 go off together, and Bond realizes like it is like a young woman's game or whatever, it, whatever it may be, a young man's game, because he's an old fucker now. Yeah. Uh, and uh, you know, he goes off again into the sunset after saving the world again, and then she's double seven, and then the next movie is just a new continuity with the new Bond. The other way I could see this, because the other easy way to go about it is that, like, Robbie Malik like kills Lashana Lynch in action, and then Bond has to step back into the double. Oh, I hope it's not that one. I mean, but you you know you can easily yeah. see oh, that dude. Being you the really case. harshed my buzz on this one. Oh no, no, I don't like that one. Oh no, dude, because I could see it too. Like it's so easy to see because because yeah. that's the thing. It's just like, hey, will they go the more interesting route of keeping? Because I feel like there's. I feel like, though, and this is kind of a, a deeper discussion, but I feel like as much as there's been good stuff within the Purvis and Wade era, mm-hmm. because, again, they've been writing these movies since The World Is Not Enough, essentially, which has been a long time now. It's, uh, right. you know, um, basically almost basically 20 years now they've been writing these movies. Mm-hmm. And I do feel like there's a lot of the times where they will take that kind of e- – like this, They'll they'll think that easier route is like the more brilliant route. Where yeah, it's like, yeah, oh, yeah. he's like he had to retire, but he's pulled back in because of machinations. Or it's like the more interesting route would be like Bond, you know, is still like the star of the movie, but he's kind of in this kind of consulting role as like you know, MI6 has moved on without his, their legendary agent. I think the big tell is going to be in the those first two trailers because I think what is going to happen is that if. Because we really don't know, we know like kind of like a brief premise of the movie yes. or like kind of like conceit of the movie, but we don't know like the specifics of the characters and the plot details. So if those first two trailers come out and there's very little Lashana Lynch in it, then I may, you may be on to something. You may have the worry. But if you can look at those movies and we can say like, oh, like she looks like one of the main characters. Yeah. Then I think it could be the former. And to be fair, it's like the 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 real like kind of last piece of this puzzle that we really don't know is what's Rami Malek's deal. Right. Because that will also fill in a lot of the gaps in terms of kind of what the story of the movie is. Because mm-hmm. we basically know... All we know, other than you know, now we know Waltz being returning as Blofeld and Lashana Lynch possibly being like you know, in context of the Craig movies, the new 007 after Bond retires. All we really know is that Bond retired to Jamaica with Madeline Swan. Felix Leiter pulls him back in because of Rami Malek. That's really all we know. That's right. basically like the kind of the beginnings of this movie. Right. And it's just basically like once we figure out anything about what Rami Malek is going to play, so like that's kind of gonna be the the like we'll fill in the pieces of like kind of what this movie so is. So here's my question uh, as we wrap up for uh, this edition of the news. Uh, so like, what what are your thoughts on on that on that possibility? Because I actually kind of saw it as 
Oh, that's very likely only given the plot details that we know oh, uh, are in the movie. In, in so, like, what are, what are your thoughts I'm, on it? I am excited, and I think it's a very interesting, yeah. you know, way to go about it. But again, I think it's something that I just because it's just you know we've talked about it on the podcast is that you know other than really part the you know the first two thirds of Casino Royale, like none of the Craig movies on these rewatches have really hit it to me. And so it's more so that, like, I think all these ideas are interesting, but I just need to see the execution sure, of it sure, more yeah. than anything else. Because, again, I could see it going that kind of, like, the eye-rolly way, where, you mm-hmm. know, which I just mentioned. Um, but, I, do, I, I, I mean, mm-hmm. like, listen, I'm also rooting for this movie. Because, I'm, I'm root- first of all, I root for any movie to be good. I don't well, want sh- a movie sh- to be good. Sure, yeah. I mean, but it's also, like... I, I would like to have Craig end on a strong note. Yeah. I would like to have, like, this kind of interesting new Bond movie. I do think, you know, Carrie Fukunaga has, like, an interesting kind of look, and I, I'm interested to see him kind of take on this franchise. Uh, look in terms of kind of how he operates as a filmmaker and, mm-hmm. and in his, his directing style. I think, you know, the Phoebe Waller-Bridge stuff, Emmy-nominated Phoebe Waller-Bridge now, uh, you know, kind of, you know, bringing that lightness. So hopefully maybe Craig will play with that a little more. Maybe I could see her... Maybe maybe Craig wanted to bring her in to to, to help the dynamic between like you yeah. know the new 007, the old 007. Maybe like kind of a little That's more quippiness. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean, I could see easily see Phoebe Waller-Bridge doing something like that. But it really is going to come down to what those first couple trailers are, mm-hmm. especially that first trailer to really get us kind of into this movie because it's just more so that like I want to get excited about these kind of potential ideas and where this movie could go. But it's just like the my feelings on the rest of the Craig era just kind of pulled me back and just like I can't get excited until I see that they're actually doing something interesting with the Craig Bond era character. Right. You know what's actually interesting about it too? Um, I'd be very interested because it's like there's still this whole thing about the movie of it being the last Craig. And that's us, the big thing too. Us yeah. going into it knowing it's the last Craig mm-hmm. um, because that really kind of – could go about two ways like because there's always been this kind of hovers that like there's been some rumors that eon is very interested in the cinematic universe idea right so like but like do you want to would you want to continue like you know more lashana lynch stuff after this craig year is over or are you going to just start off a new bond right or would you go something really weird where you have like these lashana lynch like you know, Jinx-esque adventures yeah. where she's doing her own thing, but then you also have a new bond. It's like, there's so many directions in which this could go, and, like, this is kind of a new thing for Eon, too, because also, really, the the other thing about this that I think is more interesting is that the Craig movies we've talked about, too, have very much fumbled their continuity aspects. What? what? No. <laughs> but... That's kind of because in in many ways, especially with Spectre and in Quantum to to a degree, is basically like they've always been playing catch up. Like they were like, oh, these really aren't going to connect, but now we have this, so we have to connect them type of deal. Mm-hmm. Like they've basically been playing catch up on the connection. You're right. Whereas more interesting about this one is that this really does feel like it is planned as a direct follow up to Spectre. Mm-hmm. So I do feel like there could be some interesting things about like how the movie progresses based on where Spectre was. I, but I like, will, yeah, I, I kind of agree. I think for me it's more that the pieces just seem all there to do this whole, like, especially if they know this is going to be the last one, they seem really 
they I mean there's some good news in there where if they they want to bring him back cuz maybe they wanted to do this like final dark knight rot or yeah like the dark knight returns type story of like it's the last bond movie yeah, let's, let's hope it's not well, that's dark why knight, dark knight rises I, I, that's why i switched it to returns like the dark knight returns but it's like but i could see the pieces are all there for lashana lynch being you know then you, they could pass it on to a new 007 and they have an organic out my thing is like even though this may not be the most, you know, official of news, it's just the pieces just all feel yeah, right but to be there. It's, it's just like it, the, it really also could have come down to where they decide to leave this. Yeah. Because, like, again, with other every other new Bond, it's basically like, oh, the, the old Bond essentially, like, you know, left or quit or was fired without us really, like, kind of knowing that right. was the case. So then you just kind of, oh, it's just a new Bond. Right. Whereas this one, again, there's a chance for them to actually lead into something – but will they do that? Yeah. And I, again, in just based on Eon's history, I don't see them, you know, doing anything other than like after this one, like the next one is a new Bond. Like, oh no, no, I get that. I, I don't. I'm not just, saying like this is going to be like the new status quo. I'm just talking about the story of this. Movie. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. But I, I just feel like. Do you hold on? Here's a good. Here's a question, uh, and I want to bring it up now because I'm going to forget it if in another episode. Do you think, because we've talked about the spinoff potential of these movies, mm-hmm. do you think that you could market these movies as 007? Because when you think about it, it's not like any of these movies are like James Bond this. Yeah. Like they're all this and you just know it's a James Bond movie. And given that if this follows the way that we think is the most interesting and that LaShawn, because basically th- my biggest hope is that they don't make her Josh Holloway in uh in Mission Impossible yeah, 4. Yeah, you know what? That's the perfect, like... Yeah. Uh, like, because Josh Holloway in Mission Impossible works yeah. because of what that, that is. Right. But, like... Uh, and like, and to, to explain what that is, like, it, he's, like, a kind of recognizable actor just from, like, recent things that he's been in at the time, and they bring him in for the mission at the beginning, and he dies in the cold open. Like, so that type of yeah. role. Um, yeah. So um, I hope it's not like that. I... That's, that's an interesting proposition, because if you get people, if you, if this movie sells you not necessarily as her as James Bond, but like her as 007, yeah. and then maybe the next movie, if you wanted to do this, uh, like you'd be like, oh, 007, you like that's like your banner yeah. that like you market it under. Yeah, that's like the I, most I've been convinced that like you could maybe do it that way. I think you could. My thing about it though is that I I really think like I think there's a decent possibility, but. I do think that, unfortunately, there would definitely be a core part of the Bond fan base that would basically like it. There's a chance that if that happens, yeah, that that it, the Bond fan base would turn into, you know, a post Last Jedi Star yeah. Wars. Uh, fan but base. I mean, come on, like I mean, the, look at are, are we worried about that? Because no. like, look at the news of just this whole that she could be yeah. 007 for a part of the movie. Yeah, like it's like yeah, no, it's yeah. everybody was like, but you I mean, know, it's just like, having it's, a conniption about that. Yeah, but my thing too, I feel like it would be even more interesting, like if Eon was more ambitious, if you did do kind of a Spider Verse type of deal where like you are going into these different into bond- the Monster Verse. Into the Bond servers would be great. <laughs> but, like, if you had like Lashana Lynch as 007 and continue that continuity while right, also right. doing a new Bond, which would be a best of both worlds, kind of an out, I guess, kind of a cop out in some ways. Well, that's what I mean. You can still have your Bond movies, but you're 
I'm just thinking of the and way then, how can you market the other ones. And then that would give us our opportunity to finally get Holly Berry back as Jinx. So we can finally get the Jinx spinoff right. out there. Um, I think, I mean, that's, that's the thing, though, because what's always interesting about the end of a Bond era uh-huh. is that there's basically no holds barred of what comes next. Right, right. But I also, like, my gut of guts is that Eon is always going to make Bond movies. Mm-hmm. And whatever way they are going to do it, yeah, James yeah. Bond's going to be in it. So yeah. I think the 007, like, moniker is good in theory. I think it could work in theory. But just knowing Eon oh, sure, and knowing sure. Barbara and how much they use the, like, oh, we're, we, you know, we're trying to always capture the Ian Flemingness of it all – I think it's, it's just it's always going to be Bond. Listen, man, just just brainstorming here, just brainstorming. No, no, no. I think it's, it's I think it's a good route to go, and I don't yeah. think it's a bad idea. Yeah. All right. Well, uh, that does it for the for the news uh, this week. Thanks everybody for listening. Um, if uh, you hear any news that comes out Comic Con weekend, uh, check out our Twitter page. We'll try to keep up to to date on all that stuff. Yeah. And um, anybody who will be at Comic Con, have fun. Maybe we'll run into you. Probably not because we're yeah, you don't know what we look like. <laughs> if you're very eager to like do a Bondzilla meetup, yes. please like we'll we'll say hello. We will do it. We literally have very little plans other than like going around and looking at stuff. I mean, mm-hmm. but you know, uh, you know, for those of you who don't know, uh, Comic Con's a bit of a it's it's a bit of it's our weekend getaway for yeah. for the weekend, and you know we we have fun, and we hope if anybody's there, you have fun. You know what? If you're not there, have fun anyway. Yeah. You know? A lot of trailers are dropping all over That's the true. place. That's true. That's true. News. You know, Unicron. <laughs> toy toy announcement. Hot toys. The, There's a John Wick hot toy coming yeah. out. That's awesome. I did I did see more pictures of that Unicron, though. Yeah. It's pretty Him, cool. When he turns into a planet, it's yeah. pretty nice. Yeah. Yeah. And then it comes with, like, an Orson Welles head. That would have been awesome. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. All right. Oh, but every- they, they did announce a Deadpool Hitmonkey double pack. Ooh. I like that. Yeah. Well, that's for but that's for our Transformers Hit Monkey podcast that we're that we're going to be doing. <laughs> that's one we could definitely get James Gunn on because he likes Hit Monkey. All right, everybody. Well, have a good have a good weekend, and uh, we will see you on the next news. Take care, everybody. And Toho, if you're listening, keep liking our tweets and also. Jet-jet-jet-jet-jet-jet-jet-jet-jet-jet-jet-jet-jet-jet-jet-jet-jet-jet-jet-jet-jet-jet-jet-jet